Hi, this is Savio. I've been seeking answers to some of life's most perplexing questions my entire life. In 2014, I was diagnosed with stage 3 cancer. And ever since, I realized my calling existed outside of what I knew to be familiar. This podcast is your home for survivors like myself and those who are searching to find meaning to their why. In season one, the show includes coaching sessions with those from all walks of life. The intent is to show the human experience in its rawest form so that others may glean insight. Nothing is rehearsed or has been edited. As a board certified wellness coach, my job is to ask the deep questions of those trying to make sense of their place in this fractured world. I believe life speaks to us in different ways. Many of us listen, but don't know how or where to begin. As someone who has crossed the bridge between life and death, I say simply, begin where you are now and get busy living. If you liked today's episode, I would appreciate it if you could share it. Be sure to tag me at The Human Resolve on Instagram so I can reciprocate in kind. So without further ado, welcome to The Human Resolve Podcast. In Season 1, Episode 2, entitled The One Seeking the Yellow Brick Road, Ray Issa is eager to make magic happen, but guilt stands in her way. To get over the quicksand, she must confront herself. Hi, Raisa. How are you today? I'm good. How are you doing? Good. So what would you like coaching on today? Um, maybe like career-wise, um, financial, um, lifestyle. Okay. So career-wise, financial, lifestyle. Am I correct? Yes. Okay. And when you think of success in that area, career and financial, what does that look like to you? Um, for me right now, being able to work without working, so having my money work for me um, while I can live a carefree, free-spirit life. Oh, that's awesome. That's excellent. I saw you smiling, too, when you mentioned that. When you think of carefree, free-spirited lifestyle, give me some images that come to mind. Um... Woods, greenery, um, water, um, good eats. Greenery, good eats, water, okay. And have you ever experienced that? Um, yes, but not so um, everyday living, I should say. Okay, and I so tell me about the moments. So tell me about the times you've had it, you've had this experience. Um, like what it looked like, what it feel like, mm-hmm. kind of no thought. Um, I just would get up and go, able to speak to whoever was near, um, have a good, have a good amount of storytelling or, you know, listening to stories. Mm-hmm. So out of this conversation today, what do you want to come out of the way with? Um, just a good viewpoint maybe on, like, I don't want to say if I'm on the wrong or right track, but am I going, like, is my direction, like, my yellow brick road, like, is it Ah, correct a little bit? The yellow brick road. So, on that yellow brick road, where are you right now? Um... On a number scale from one to ten, ten being the highest, about 
a four or five. Oh, could be four at or five. six. Could be at six, but just a little delays on personal okay. aspects of my life. Okay. And is career not getting you to the ten? Is that the barrier? Um, I think the barrier is you know, sticking to the plan that we always have this um this roadmap that we think everything's gonna go just like from one to ten easily, even though like I know it's not gonna go easily, but it seems like I'm stuck in this mud right now. I don't wanna call it mud, but quicksand a little bit. Um, that's still mud, but a quicksand that you don't even have to get through. Okay. And, and, and so it's just it's longer than what you expected. Okay. All right, so what I'm hearing from you, you're in quicksand, and it's taking longer for, me to, for you to than get expected. So tell me more about what that means to you, getting over the quicksand. Um, what it means to me is that I just need to like dig a little deeper in what I'm doing or maybe step back from what I'm doing so that I can revisit or sometimes you have to start over and try it again. So paint a picture of your daily life for me I, before uh, coronavirus in terms of what you used to do. Um, truthfully, like what I was doing pre-corona was what everyone was doing when corona happened. Um, I'm usually indoors, you know, working on my own personal schedule. Um, I didn't really rely on a job. Some of the findings that I have that I started was my job. So what Corona happened to the majority of the world, like losing jobs and, you know, I just used the, that time to plateau a little bit in the, the dying market that, as they were saying, um, like I'm an entrepreneur, um, what's another, like entrepreneur, solopreneur, Someone mm -hmm. that kind of works in their own. I do have, you know, gigs where I do have to go clock in, but those gigs work for me. So, okay. and that's in transportation as well. So it wasn't like transportation stopped during coronavirus. Um, so yeah, like it, nothing really switched over from pre-corona to post-corona. It's not post, but during corona. <laughs> Okay. Uh, and then this whole thing about sort of you doing the work that you're doing, is the plan to do more of it? Yeah, of course. You can't just do uh -huh. half of it. Because uh -huh. then you did the job. And is that the career path you said you wanted to go towards? Um, yes, it is. But I just feel like I can be so much deeper in my findings of my career path. And okay. Okay. So... It. If you're willing to do, I want to do a little experiment with you. Are you game? Okay. Okay. So just, just want to get you to a quiet seat. You can just, I just want you to relax. Just put all the tension behind you. And if you feel comfortable, just soften your, your gaze or close your eyes, whatever is comfortable for you. And I want you to think back to a time when you were your most happiest. And in, during that time, tell me what you're seeing, what you're feeling, what you're sensing. 
most happiest. Um, this is I'm not gonna say I've never been happy, but the most happy hasn't been a teenager. My years of teenager. Um, it's re it's really uh, a blur a little bit, but I like that you know life was what I had the ability to start you know whatever it was uh, I wanted to do or wanted to be. Um, it was such a freedom. I will say that junior, sophomore year, like freshman year of college is probably the image that I see right now because as hard as people say that those are the toughest years of your life, like for me those was, it was a lot of freedom because you got to create what you wanted and within, I guess, those three years, that's what most people set out goals or just intentions or thoughts and they come back to that part of their imagination at that time so that they can possibly see or figure out like hey I wanted to do this at this time or you know I was thinking about doing this so that really is my answer is there anyone or anybody there helping you um I think maybe that would be something that if I could change, maybe that would be because I was kind of neglected to let people in. And so I want to do 100% of the time, but at least like 40 to 45% because, you know, I didn't know what I was doing either. And I didn't want anyone to mislead me or send me in the wrong direction so it's just like no no one no one's here but I can possibly say like one big help was my mom's and certain teachings along the way that maybe told me that I trusted in to say like hey I think that maybe you would like this or I know someone here you know, that maybe you should talk to so maybe about two or three people and in your life now, do any of those people are still present? Mm. I have a cycle of people that I rotate between to get a lot of those thoughts out or talk to. Are they um, as supportive? Are they supportive? Yeah. I don't keep supportive people around me. Mm. So you mentioned this whole creativity of doing things and making things happen back then. Is there anything stopping you now from having that same momentum? Um, a little bit, um, mainly myself and huh. a few family situations that you know I had to, I should have learned to deal with, or not deal with, but. You know, understand that this was going on and not wait until the latter years of life to really be like, all right, I have to get a ball on, you know, this aspect of another family member who you're caretaker of life and then also balance personal life. So it could be, it could be a lot. 
Hmm. What do you think was different about that life to now? Hmm. Was different. Um, my age is different. My mindset is different. Mm. Um, yeah, my spirit is different because you grow up, you live, you learn. You gotta teach yourself to to be better. Does that? earlier self have anything to say to you right now? Hmm. Um, I wouldn't know, but myself now to the, to the old person would say, um, whatever you were thinking about doing, just do it because now I have to figure out how to do it now because we didn't get those we didn't cross the hurdles when it was easier to cross the hurdles at a younger age. Uh, and what would your older self now say to the younger person about crossing those hurdles? That will be what the older person says to the younger person. Okay. Anything else? Um, no, nah, just do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Whatever it is that you're doing or you thought about, just do it. Okay, all right, so now we're coming back. So we're coming back here with me. Do you feel or sense anything that transpired in that whole experience? Um, I told on myself. Mm-hmm. Oh, you told on yourself? Yeah, yeah. Interesting, what does that mean? Um, that I'm not doing enough. Ah, so how do you think you could do more? Just do it, there's no... Get up every day, keep to the schedule, and just do it. Are there any resources or people in your life that can help you just do it? Everyone's a resource. You know, I'll keep a book. For me, I keep a book of resources. Oh, you do? You know, yeah. Um, there's not an individual that that I don't come across of that doesn't keep a book of resources themselves, so... If you don't have a book of resources, then we're probably really not in the same circle. No offense, you know. I see you smiling. (laughs) So if I don't have a book of resources, what's that make me? Not, we don't, oh man, what does that make you? That makes you, you know, like the average person, you know, for me. Because... Resources get you places. Okay. And it's not saying that I can't be, I cannot be friends with a person that don't have resources. It's just that, you know, our relationship maybe just be different. Okay. So you mentioned what I'm hearing from you is if I don't have resources, you'll still be friends with me, but I'm not as tapped. (laughs) Um, So you having resources, what does that mean? So resources, I'm not gonna say it does not mean anything, but it's just I keep a network so that I can push forward in life or I can, you know, get the best use out of my dollar. Ah, okay. So tell me more. I wanna hear more about how your resources have helped you get more out of life. Um, 
just in the everyday life. So one simple thing, I have a garden and I was going to, I couldn't do it in my backyard because I don't have enough light in my backyard, sunlight in my backyard because I have a tree. So I was like, I'm gonna do it in the front yard, you know. I really, really, really did not want to do it in the front yard. Not that I didn't want to do it in the front yard, it was the work that I was gonna have to, to do. You know, I had to dig up everything, get to put a raised bed. It was a little bit too much work that I really did not want to do. So I was just talking to one of my neighbors. We were really good friends and he does construction and he was just like, come do it in my backyard. You know, I got, we used to do it. Um, his mom used to garden in a certain area. He was like, you could just do it there. We got a whole bunch of soil and a lot of sun. So I was like, oh, all right. So that's a resource that I used that I did not have to, you know, put in all of the work to dig up a garden in my front yard, which someone could have stole stuff out of easily. You know, I'm not gonna say it's hating neighbors out here, but that was one thing that someone told me, like, don't put it in your front yard because your neighbors may get jealous. And I'm like, there's no reason to get jealous over a garden. <laughs> like, you can have some too. Like. <laughs> So that's a resource there that, you know, I was able to just go up the street and do it and they have everything that I needed to put to start my garden. I love that story about your garden because it's metaphorical for something that you want to share and give. Um, is Tell me another time when you had a resource that was valuable to you. Um, another resource? Um, so I run a company and within this company, I know that the resources that I have attached to, you know, some of the individuals that I work with or event spaces that I use, um, I can tap back to some of these these individuals and say, hey, I need, I'm trying to do a gathering, an event, you know, a shindig, whatever it is, and you know, can I use your space? And you know, majority of the time, I'm gonna say about 80% of the time, you know, they allow me to use their space. Um, whether it's a charge or no charge, you know, some people, we work out of a deal where it's bartering, where, you know, I use your space and you know, I'll give them something in return. Or maybe they, if they have an event, I come in and you know, do do their bar for them. So that's a resource that I use all the time, especially with event spaces, because I like the barter system. You have something that I need and you have something that I want. Oh, wow. Vice versa. Interesting. So I'm gonna play I'm gonna play a little scenario for you. I somehow became a genie and I have a magic powers and I granted you a wish and the wish mm -hmm. I granted you was your original question which was how do I m make momentum happen and I'm someone who now has the power so I give it I give it to you mm -hmm. what does that look like in terms of that new resource that new power the new power mm -hmm. um, a team would be developed a team would a team, be developed. Yeah, a team of like probably five or six people. Okay. Seven max so that I can get wow. some of these thoughts out of my head or just move on production. 
Okay. And so what are those seven people? Tell me what each what each of those seven people are doing. Um, I will have some type of operations. So that's probably like two or three people right there. Three mm-hmm. people max. Um, marketing PR. That's mm-hmm. about two people. Um, Outlook. Um, production as in... Um, like when I do events, um, on hand, like PAs, simple word, PA work. Mm-hmm. Um, you're just simple, like a simple base seven man team, um, in a startup, like in a startup company. That's what really, so you will have operations, marketing, PR, um, and what yeah. would you be doing? Um, I'll be the overseer. This is my company. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I will have more chance of like working with the product, like product development. That's what um, CEO founders really have to, you know, get a team in place so that they can really develop, you know, and execute the, the um, solutions that they want to see. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what that would be more of what I'll be getting into. Um, so I won't have to do daily operations every day. <laughs> um, so that doing more outlook, you know, reaching out and finding, um, cutting up loose ends that may be something that me and someone could have been working on, but we didn't really have that much time or you know, slow talk. So that would be something that I would be doing just. Doing the 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 diligence of the CEO founder, you know, to keep the the boat moving. <laughs> <laughs> I see you smiling from good. So you would be the CEO founder, and you would have seven people under you. So in this picture of seven people plus you, would you be at the Oz? Would you be? You mentioned the the Yellow Brick Road. Are you going to be at Oz at this point, or still going to Oz? Still going to Oz. We're not. So, there's no Oz. Okay. Oh, road. there's no Oz. Oh, just no, the yellow big no road. Just a, a road. It only got to be yellow, but that's the color I thought of. Um, okay. Does the road have an ending? Um. See, with success, sometimes, you know, things don't have an ending because, you know, you think that you want to, like, this is your end goal, and then, you know, within you in that process, you know, you come up with some more steps so I think that's what makes people successful too that you know that there's never real like it's foreshadowed to be an end goal but you know within that time like things things manifest and accumulate to where you know you ventured off and you made another extension to what you started Hmm. all right Sarisa so you painted all these great visuals for me you painted the yellow brick road you painted that there isn't officially an end, end site. So how do we get action steps for you to walk this yellow brick road? Now, right now, you don't have the team of seven, but you can, as you mentioned. So what are the steps you think you need to take? Mm, that's a, a question one in itself. Um, I'm really not sure because what it would take for the seven because I don't have the seven at the moment so 
But if I can, you know, maybe create a plan for that to happen. And how would you do I really that? I don't know. I don't know. You know uh, okay. Do you have an idea what these seven, you mentioned production, you mentioned operations, you mentioned you're going to be dealing with the, the production and business end of it. What are you guys creating in this in this vision of seven? It's like a a boat, like a boat or a machine. Every piece has has a um, has a function, and to keep the wheels the wheels spinning. Okay. But are you creating a product? Are you creating a service? Um. Okay. So that's what you're asking. So it's a product and service. Like it's both. It's two in one. Initially, I started off as a product, and okay. then. As I made it through the years, it became a service as well. You know, like like I said, sometimes you have this roadmap to do one thing, and then when someone acts or you know you see a need for it, you create you create again, yeah. and that's how things are are idly made. Okay, so right now, in terms of you said it was a product to a service, so. Did you already complete the first step, or is there more steps to fine-tune that product? There's more steps. There's always fine-tuned steps for okay. a product. Okay, a so, what would, so what would be the second step in your process? What else do you have to do to it? Um, get it in stores and find, doing that back work, the back work paperwork of the legal action of of stuff as well. So you mentioned you have resources. Do you have a resource for that? Um, to help you with that legal? Yes, I do. But mm-hmm. of, of, like I said again, um, like in the beginning, a lot of this stuff is just time. You know, you have to, you know, when you're dealing with, you know, government or, you know, just legal processes of product, it can take longer than... <laughs> You want it to take, you know. You you can give it the lapse of like, hey, we going this is going to be like three months that we think that it can possibly, you know, be in the works for. But sometimes it can go faster, sometimes it can go slower. Okay, so with the legal stuff, you said it has its own time frame. What else could you do besides that? What else could you do to get you to the next step? Wait patiently. We'll find another alternative. You know, okay. so that it can be still legal, but you're not rec- reprimanded on it for like doing it out of turn. Okay. And how does that fit with you? You don't seem too excited about that, just based upon your body movements. Um, it's not that I'm like like I said, it's more of a patience thing at this point. You know, I have patience, but it's just like sometimes it's like, all right, now like let's let's move this along. Like, yeah. you should be further than this, but you have no choice but to wait. Okay. So is there any other things you could do besides waiting? No, you have. I don't, I don't know anything else but to wait, you know? Okay. So can I offer a resource to you? Yeah, why not? Yeah, sure. Have you done any, like, mapping or project planning of from now until... When, like the steps involved, have you mapped that out? 
Um, yeah, it's mapped out, but again, I'm like, some of this is by myself, so like having a project manager, you know, that's part of the team at operations as well. Okay. I'm in production, so, you know, not everything is filled, but I'm a one-person band that has a lot in personal life and also a business life as well. Mm. Can you get anyone else to help you? Mm. So it's not that I can't, but you know, not everything can be done free or some people aren't really down for the, be down for the team effort. I have some people, but like I'm building that relationship with them as well, you know, more personally and then let's bring them in, you know, business. No, cause you can't just jump people in automatically <laughs> unless you got a NDA written and you know so everything's slow and steady okay for so, me okay. so Risa how can we keep you accountable for all these steps that you mentioned I, I know you said part of it is waiting but beyond the waiting what else can you keep yourself accountable for checklists and see what I'm doing and not doing Okay. And with the checklist, is it? How, tell me how the checklist works. Mm, go over the goal of the week or the day, you know, something like that. Do you set reminders for yourself? Yeah, some of them, yes, we do. Because a lot of them are not just a task that's done one day, it's, it's daily. Or it comes up periodically throughout the out the week or month. Okay. Is there any body or company or person that you admire what they created? Yeah. Yeah? What what's the company or person or um I have a few um like small brands. Mm-hmm. Um let's say um Curlbox. Oh sorry? Curlbox. 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 Yeah. No, what's that? Um, she's a beauty, and she has box subscriptions of beauty ah. products. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So hey. I like her. I like. I'm not gonna say I don't like the brand, but I think I'm. I like her more as an individual. I like her brand too, because mm-hmm. it's for natural, um, natural lifestyle of hair. But I just, I really like her personally as well. Okay. Is there any way for you to reach out to her? Um, I follow her on social media, you know, if she has questions. You know, you can, it's really interactive now on social okay. media. Where someone can ask a question, you can answer, you know, uh-huh. that type of situation. Uh-huh. Have you ever heard her story or has she ever talked about how she created her business? Mm-hmm. I've been following her for pretty much since she started the brand. Okay. Hmm. Is there anyone else that, that you admire? Mm. I have a few people I admire, but I don't think no one that is super close to me and some of these mm-hmm. individuals I don't know. Mm-hmm. Would it? Would you entertain reaching out to them and saying if you could talk to them? Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that could help your business as well? Um, 
I would have to find someone in my industry. Um, but my industry is um, food, beverage, hospitality, entertainment. Okay. So, you know, someone, some people aren't really so eager to share, especially in the alcohol industry. Mm. It's a tr- tr- billion, trillion dollar industry that you got to figure it out. There's like, there's no blueprint for the, the alcohol industry. <laughs> oh, I see. So how far, so how, how have you managed this far? Um, verbiage on how you book people that I just know that refer me. Um, but that's just on the. It's not. It's not where I really wanted to go to. You know, it was uh-huh. nice doing an event, saying you know, people having your drinks and stuff like that. But I know that it's a bigger scale that where people can go to the store like how we all go to the store and open up a refrigerator and grab a drink so that's mm-hmm. the end that I want to be more a part of okay and then do you know anyone who's taken a small brand and allowed them and then had the opportunity to go into those stores do you know anyone or can you think of anyone personally mm-hmm. no I know I got I know um, breweries and places like that, but a brewery is a subsidy of the liquor industry. You know, there's so many subsidies that people really don't think about when they think of when they think of alcohol. You know, alcohol and each of these subsidies have their own jurisdiction district and like laws and everything that goes along with it. So beer is beer is handled different from wine to alcohol and vice versa between all of them so um so yeah yeah and then even to that even to that statement like yes i would like to get in you know all these subsidy subsidiaries but you know you kind of got to get in one first so that you can figure out the rest of them because they all have their own laws and jurisdictions to it so let's say the finance, the legal stuff is all done. How do you think you're going to get into the first? You said try to get into the first. So how are you going to get into the first? Um, it is uh for me is just I really don't know because that's something that I have been trying to figure out for some time now. It's how to figure out the first, you know. It's either capital mm-hmm. or I'm not going to say you have to know someone, but at least have a store that is willing to work with you, you know, in your, your beginning stages or having, you know, a liquor license or, you know, something that pulls you apart from someone that doesn't. And is there anyone in that magic resource book of yours that can help you with that? Um, there is, I feel like there is, but it's not all one person. Hmm. Um, it's like I have to piece together and, you know, pick a brain, pick a brain. There's nothing wrong with that. That's what I've been doing, but it's not like I have one person, um, trying to figure out. 
because it, it shouldn't be just. I don't think it. Now that I'm looking at it, I don't think it should be just one person. Because mm-hmm. how you learn. Because like I said, I know someone that I don't know if she still has it, but at some point she had a liquor license. Um, but I couldn't purchase it from her because I didn't have the capital. Mm-hmm. Um, but me looking back at it now could have been like, oh, we could have talked something out, you know, so that. But that's also within the learning experience itself. It's not like, let's still talk to the individual, but not to just let the resource die. Keep the conversation going, even though I may not have the capital or, you know, be where they want me to be at to, to use each other's services. And if you kept that conversation alive, as you said, what do you think could transpire? Um, maybe using whatever the source that they have or um, they may be interested in it or maybe they didn't huh. know how to talk to me about it or vice versa. Ah, wow. I really like this sort of image about they might be interested. If they're interested, what would happen to your life? <laughs> Um, I feel like things maybe move a little faster or a little pep in the step to get things done. <laughs> pep in the step. Huh. Because you mentioned earlier about seven people with you on this yellow brick road. Mm-hmm. Could they be one of the seven? Could be. You know, if they want to come, come on a road with me, I'm cool with that. You know, this has got to be down. Let's get down. Okay. <laughs> Let's get down. I love that. <laughs> um, is there any other things that you can think of that can open doors for you? Um, no, not the moment. Huh? So what do you think you need to do, Race? As we're coming to time, we have another like 10 minutes or so. What do you think you need to do? Do the work, get to the hard stuff. And how do you define hard stuff? The things that take the longest to do. <laughs> That's the hard stuff. The do you do you hate order. doing it? No, it's not about hate doing it. It's just do I want to do it? <laughs> but I have to do it. Oh, this is a good one. Do I want to do it? Huh. Can in these couple of minutes, I want you to tell me right by you saying, "Do I want to do it?" Does that exist anywhere in your body? Do you feel that anywhere? But do I want to do it? Yeah. Yeah. Where does it exist in your body? Uh, most of the time in my brain. In your brain. Ah. Oh. And is it a shape? What do you mean? This is a shape. Is it a shape of like guilt? I don't know. Does it no, have a color? Um, no, it doesn't have a color. Something I don't think something like that nature has a color or a being. Like this is a thought. And when that thought happens to you, what happens next? It's not the first thing on the list that we do automatically. Mm. So how have you found ways to quiet that? 
You just do the work. That's that's the only answer I have for you. It may take a while, but gotta do the work. Gotta do the work. And if you do the work, what happens? You get rewarded. Ah. So taking that into consideration with your earlier question, if you do the work and making things happen, how would life be like for you? Ooh. Life would probably be sweet right now. <laughs> yeah? Tell me. Tell me. Tell me the things you would be doing if life was sweet right now. I probably wouldn't be in America. Okay. Where would you be? In Africa. <laughs> okay. What would you do in Africa? I'd be living a life. Back, backpack traveling. That's all. But what about your business? It's it's still gonna be working. You don't need me. I don't even really need to be here for it to work. The okay. work does the work. Okay. So, Risa, I want to leave you with the last sort of lingering question. What would you want your legacy to be like? Mm, endless. Explain mm. the word endless for me. That no matter, even if the legacy messed up the legacy, that the legacy's still working. But okay. it's written, like, this many years from now, like, this is what's going to be, this is what's going to be happening. And if anyone don't follow suit of what this says, uh-huh. you out. You out the legacy. And if you created that legacy, mm-hmm. what does that bring to your life? that we never going nowhere like no matter who ever tries to, to wipe us out or stop what the legacy is said to be done right now it's the grant family but ah. you're not taking that out it's endless ah. and then that little thing you mentioned that little guilt that's in the head what happens to that little guilt that's in the head it's with this legacy there. what, what happened not, to it the work got done so that's how oh, she was curated. Wow, this sounds like an amazing vision for you. How like excited are you to make that happen? See, I want I want it to happen a little faster. So that's my thing right now. So. Okay, but it's gonna happen. Is that yeah, true? It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. But I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to speed up the process a little bit. Not Excellent. a little bit. A lot of it. Okay, so the accountability you mentioned is to write down items, a checklist. You said maybe reminders. What else needs to happen for this legacy? Come on, we're building this legacy. We're on that yellow brick road. What Um, else needs to happen? The endless work, day in, day out. Can you... Keep me a network type. Can you piecemeal that work? Can we what? Can you break break up that work? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course it has to be broken up. Like, you gotta have a project manager keeping us on track, um, seeing if there's possibly gonna be a roadblock, and it's always some, it's always gonna be people that's the steps ahead. It's gonna be people that's on the road doing what's on the road. You know, there's gonna be people that's figuring out what we did wrong from the from the previous work and how can we fix it so that the people. In front, don't have to go through that again, trying to figure out and seeking information. And what would you say to those people who come to you and say, you didn't earn this, 
what would you say to them? Go check my track record. Ah. Go my track record, track record. And if they checked your track record, what would it say? That's all. It's not to say. It's going to say she did the work. Okay. So what do you think you need? What do you think you need to make that she did the work really manifest? Write everything down. Do the work. Excellent. Marisha, I really appreciated our time together. Um, is there any last thoughts you had? Um, no, I gotta go get back to the work now. Okay, perfect. Hi there. I really hope you enjoyed listening to today's podcast episode of The Human Resolve. If you feel that others may enjoy this episode as well, please share socially at The Human Resolve. They can also visit my website, thehumanresolve.com, where I offer one-on-one coaching sessions, daily prompts to move in the right direction, sync directly to your smartphone, and a subscription to my weekly newsletter where I probe into the secrets from living smarter to feeding your three brains. If you could also help me out and give me review and rating on this platform, because I do care what you have to say, I would really appreciate it. Now, get out there, my friends, and get busy living.